On Midwest week, the trial could begin soon for the man accused of abducting and killing 10-year-old Briasia Terrell. I'm Herb Trix, and my guest this week is Tom Lowy, reporter for the Quad City Times and Dispatch Argus. The man accused is Henry Dinkins, and what's the status, Tom, of a possible trial? And once there is a trial, where is it going to be held? Okay, so we do know that a trial is going to be held in Lynn County. That trial has He's been moved, he's been housed in a number of different places, starting off in Scott County and then Clinton County, and now he's in Marshall County. And he's there because that puts him closer to his um, appointed lawyers, his public defenders, essentially. And then uh, Lynn County, the trial was moved by the Iowa Supreme Court because of, you know, extended media coverage in the area of Scott County, Davenport, everything like that. Um, as far as when the trial starts, that's still a question that we're kind of waiting. We're very much waiting for it to be answered. It was slated to start October 25th with kind of preliminaries the day before on October 24th. So Dinkins has had three um, attorneys now, three sets of attorneys, and his latest ones were appointed in the Oh, late spring, early summer. And so um, because of the nature of the case, they have argued recently, um, starting in September, they they submitted an argument saying, look, we, we need more time to prepare for this. We still have a lot of depositions to do. They've alluded to the fact that they have witnesses that are producing information that they were not prepared for. And I think one of the things that I found interesting about the filing by his attorneys was that they very much want to talk to Briege's family. So I, I took that to mean the people uh, she lived with, which was the mother and grandmother. So that there's going to be a hearing tomorrow, a virtual hearing at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning, and hopefully we'll know more uh, as far as when this trial is going to happen. I know that I think we all know the state, uh, um, Mike Walton, the Scott County attorney is arguing against that. He, I think, um, I think what the fear is, is that what's going to happen is that we're looking at January of 2023 before this trial gets started. If there is a continuance, because you're, you're looking at November and December. Those are problematic because of holidays and everything else. And I think, you know, there's going to be some travel involved for everyone uh, in terms of attorneys. And I think Walton wants to start it now. I think that the, on the other side, there's there's probably going to be some concern about a fair trial, right? Mm -hmm. um, although Dinkins has made the choice to change his attorneys. So I don't know. That's where we are. So, Tom, take us back to the beginning, back to when was it, July of 2020. Um, what were the circumstances yeah. of her disappearance? Ju July, uh, it was Ju July 9th and 10th. So she is staying with her half-brother, who's the son of Henry Dinkins, okay? Um, so Henry Dinkins and Aisha Langford had a son. And so that's Briasia's half-brother. She is supposedly spending the night with the half-brother um, at the apartment of Henry Dinkins' girlfriend. So what we know right now is that the people at that apartment were Henry Dinkins, his girlfriend, 
the half-brother and Briasia. And then Briasia disappears sometime in the late night of July 9th, the early morning hours of July 10th. By like 7 a.m., Dinkins has been, I think, in and out of the house at least once. And um, he comes back at a certain point on the morning of the 10th and tells his girlfriend that Brage is missing and he's going to go look for her. And that is how this entire story kind of starts. Mm-hmm. And so July 10th, we kind of consider July 10th as she is then reported missing by her mother a little bit later on the morning of July 10th. How long was it before Mr. Dinkins became a suspect in the case? One of the things that I think um, was hard to quantify early on in reporting this for, for all media, and you're kind of caught up in the rush of the reporting, I, Henry Dinkins had an extensive record in terms of criminal, both felony and mis- misdemeanor behavior. And he had been in prison a number of times. The first time he went to prison was for an aggravated sexual assault at the age of 17 on an individual, a girl, younger than uh, 13 or younger. So I think he's immediately a suspect. And I don't think that I don't think that surprises anyone. The adults, when a child goes missing, the adults in that child's life are immediately a suspect. And I think Dinkins' background maybe enhanced his status as a suspect or a person of interest. Maybe person of interest would be a better, you know, a word that the police were using at the time or a term that the police were using at, a time, at the time. And so, but he immediately attracts the attention. Plus, they very, they very soon, within hours, uh, find out that his movements uh, during the morning, the early morning hours, the overnight hours of July 10th into the early morning hours of July 10th are very suspicious, frankly. And um, he's driving to different places. Uh, He's buying things like bleach. um, And we know that from the warrants that came out a little bit later. Um, And the testimony of both his girlfriend and his son, who said that, you know, it, it painted a kind of strange picture of his behaviors and movements in the hours, both supposedly before Briasia was missing and then after. So, Tom, do, um, we have, do we have any idea what his defense might be? I mean, have the, whichever set of lawyers uh, through the years, have they said what he, yeah, what he might I, say? We, we don't know. So far, he's maintained that he's innocent. I, I know from – I had some early on some contact with his family – um, and they insisted that he was innocent, um, and I believe that's his position now. I don't. I won't know. I don't think any of us will know until uh, the trial actually starts. But you know, one of the things we talked about before we went on the show, the the Denver police um, were very rigorous and and re- very responsive in this. I think on the 10th, the FBI is called, and one of the reasons that they're called is that this is going to be a case that involves cell phone records, and not only in terms of calls that Henry Dinkins may or may not have made, but cell phones are a way to track individuals' movements um, over a period of time. And the Davenport Police Department very quickly 
found a pattern of his movements and were able to very quickly request warrants. They're requesting warrants in her disappearance on the 10th, the the late afternoon of the 10th. So that is a very quick response time. And so any kind of defense that Dinkins mounts, from the looks of the way the court files look right now, any kind of defense Dinkins mounts are going to have to explain both these movements and, you know, his behaviors. Mm -hmm. And so it will make for uh, an interesting case, I'm, I'm sure. Now, have you been in contact with her family much, Tom? Do we know how, how they're doing all these, uh, well, two years later? Right. I would say that contact with the family pretty much broke down in 2021. I think there were a lot of rumors about uh, the Griege's mother, Aisha Lankford, and a lot of uh, there, there was some fracturing in the community that kind of wanted to support uh, Briasia, and I think that there were – I don't think it's out of line to say that there were questions about why Briasia was allowed to to stay with an individual or in the, in the presence of an in, individual like Henry Dinkins. Um, I know that the mother has struggled mightily um, – with her disappearance, and then when she was found, I, I, that was about the last time that I spoke with her. So it's it's been over a year. Um, I have spoken to uh, some other family members, and um, they say that they're just trying to hang on. There hasn't been a lot of community support, um, but I think that uh, you know the 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 tough part of losing a child is something that definitely hasn't gone away or, you know, receded, um, as far as I know. 